Welcome to Living a Triggered Life Podcast with Keith and Roxanne, presented by The Triggered Project. Find out more information about The Triggered Project, go to www.triggered1.com. And uh, last time we were processing uh, some things with Roxanne, and, and we're going to pick that up and continue with that. And so Roxanne, last time when we ended, you were talking about how you feel when you can't do something you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I want to allow you to, to elaborate on that. But I have a question about that because, you know, that's always something that I feel like I hear from you a lot is like, well, I want to blah, blah, blah. And I want to blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, this is, why is it so much about what you want? Because just doing everything that you want doesn't work for you all the time. It doesn't always work. It's like stuff that we have to do or the things that we need to do. Right. And if always going off a want, that is also personal and also exclusive to you. And I feel like sometimes those things push you away from me. Mm, what do you mean? What I mean is, is what I mean, the experience is all about you because it's what you want. And it's not about a goal that you have that I can support you with or has something to do with me, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like us working together, us working together as a goal is incredibly important. And there's nothing that we can't do together. Right. But sometimes I feel like if you get in a place of that, I want, so to speak, then it just stays in I want and doesn't process of go from, well, this is what I want to do. And here's how I'm going to work with this fool that I live with and is my life partner to help me get there. I don't know. I feel like you're being really you're really making sort of a general statement. I certainly have seen and understand there's certain situations where it impacts and where I can get sidetracked by my own wants and not think about the whole of the two of us. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. There are places and things that happen that, yeah, mm-hmm. that's absolutely true. And mm-hmm. I do need to be checked on that. But the last time we were talking, we were talking about, you know, the, the uh, sort of broad stroke of body image. Right. And what happens for me around my body image and how I get sidetracked when I'm injured and how and we started today talking a little bit about feeling triggered a lot more when I can't do things that I want. And you went right into that. It's selfish. You didn't use that word, but what you described is selfishness and self-centeredness. Yes. So I guess I'm missing the connection between. Me talking about my body image, getting hurt, and not being able to do what I want to do, which is be on top of my health. Yes. Well, it's about the want. Getting caught up in the want, right? Getting caught up in those words that I want to. This is I want, I want, I want. And sometimes being blinded in that space, in that it becomes sometimes self-centered to the point where it's like, if we work together... To make it happen, there's nothing we can't do, right? Yeah. And so, when we when we had a lot of success and things like that, what we what were we doing? We were doing things together, right? Because we had a goal. You had a goal, and yes. I in in my you put me on it to to help us get healthy, right? Yeah. Because you wanted to get healthy, right? Yeah. You were you were taking the lead on it, but you know it was what you wanted. But we worked together to make that happen. Okay. But sometimes when it's when that doesn't happen, right? Sometimes I feel like you get stuck in just the want and it's about you and it's not about us making it happen. Well, you haven't really been able to participate. Well, I'm talking before the two years. I'm not talking about just the last two years. I'm talking about but, before that. But time. what I'm talking about is now. Right. Why, 
So you're going back. Well, I think, well, no, no, I think it's, a, but regardless, I mean, regardless, because I know that I'm challenged in some ways physically and things and some things that I cannot do, but there are things that I can do to be incredibly helpful to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and there's other true. people, and there's other people that can be incredibly helpful to you as well. You know what I mean? That's just, a, that's just the reality that. of the situation. Yeah. Right. But, of course, it happens, and it happens with me, too. We can get caught up in ourselves and, and what we're thinking and everything else that then we don't do for ourselves in the way that we can. Okay. So do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not sure how to respond to That's that. That's okay. That's okay. And I, and I completely understand, you know, I think you've explained it really well of how it's a, a trigger for you in terms of how you feel. And, you know, a lot of the things that you've been through comes back. Right. Is that what you were explaining? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And in terms of the old way of, of how you saw yourself, just like you said yourself, when I met you, I'm like, you weren't even you weren't big at all. And you're like, well, in my mind, I was right. So it's almost going back to how it was before you lost the weight, not even believing that you could lose the weight. And you lost 100 pounds and, and everything else. It goes back like it goes back to when you were at your biggest, it seems like, in your mind. And that you can't see all the success that you've had to be able to lose a weight and all the people that you've inspired along the way as well. And that, of course, you can get back to where you were before. Because if you lost 100 pounds, of course, you can get back to where you want to be because that's not how much you got to lose. I find it so interesting how you, and this happens in our relationship all the time, so I have major depressive disorder and, you know, I have more up times in my life than I have down times. But wait, you have what? Major depressive disorder. You ain't never told me that. I have depression. You tell me. Oh, that sounded, that sounded like it was something else. I was like, hold on. Is something new that you didn't tell me? Well, when people are diagnosed with depression by somebody and they bill it through insurance. Was this a clinician moment that we just had? specifically you ain't never talk like that. major depressive disorder. Mm-hmm. You and never talked about different, that. Well, maybe we need to talk about it because... I didn't know it was like, I didn't know it was, I thought it was just like one term or something. You, you came up with some new stuff. What do you mean one term? You're just depressed. Yeah, but... It's a little bit more than that. It has a lot of different... It impacts people in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to describe what people are struggling with. Right. But my point being... Okay, sorry. That you get this very concrete, you just get up and do it. And that's like, that's as far as like you get, you just, it becomes very concrete. Like there's no obstacles. And sometimes people's emotions are obstacles and they're not... Something you can just pick up off the floor and fix. Right. I mean, I I definitely understand that. And what is the process of being able to see the positives, though? Even on the, you say the downtime, but sometimes on the upside, like, you know, there's still sometimes when it's, it's difficult to see what is possible or what we've done or what you've done or, or anything like that. Well, I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak just for me. Sometimes that's just where I am. And I think my goal is to have less moments when I feel this way, Mm -hmm. not just be able to push myself out of it because there's, you know, the sun is shining and because I have so much and because I'm in a committed relationship and because I'm love. Like sometimes those things just don't feel enough inside. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I can't speak on it from a clinical point of view because I can't treat myself. Right. What I can say is what my experience is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've never really thought about it, but I feel like my goal is really to have less 
times in my life when I feel like this. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to keep having times when I feel like this. Right. And just looking around sometimes doesn't push people out of feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't work that way for everybody. Mm-hmm. A lot of my needs went unresolved throughout my life. This is a lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you? Do you feel like in in general that you know being with me and stuff like that 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 your that your needs get met? Yes, probably and pre, then probably pre sick. Sometimes you just can't. Right, and so you don't. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just that's just. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's life. That's probably the realest thing that we both had to deal with, and, and at certain points where. You know what I mean? Because we've always been there for each other. We've always been the, the anchors and, and things like that. But there's certain times that you don't have it or I don't have it and we have to figure it out. You know what I mean? And sometimes those those things are things are tough. And however, it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you don't love me or anything like that. But at certain points, sometimes we need it at the same time. With being sometimes you just need a pause. Like it's, just, it's just simple. Sometimes you just need a pause. Sometimes you just got to feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. And trust that is not going to last. Right. I mean, that's true. There's no doubt about that. And so it doesn't often, too, I think, I mean, just the way you're talking about it, it seems like it doesn't make a difference what's positive. It doesn't make a difference there's light. It doesn't make a difference there's other people that want to try to help you or anything like that. You're just going to be in the place that you're going to be and, and, you know, and try to figure it out. At least that's what I notice about how I function. You, you know what, though? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'll, I'll keep it 100 with you. I think sometimes, you know, you can feel down and whatever, but then you just go away. You just you isolate and go away and just, you know, put yourself in a corner and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. When yeah, I do. Because like, sometimes sometimes it's overstimulating to mm-hmm. be in the world. Mm-hmm. It's just too much right. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially how, you know, you don't have any control how other people treat you or how you experience the world or how people want to behave Mm -hmm. and sometimes driving down the street is too much right it's just as simple as that and just need to sort of isolate in order to be okay i mean that's how i see it now as i have the opportunity in my life to actually have days off when everybody else is at work Mm -hmm. and be home alone and be with myself and have to deal with myself and sometimes choosing not to deal with myself like these were things that have been happening in my life for a long time ever i remembered all through college and high school and I understand. I'm in a way better place, but I just still have these moments. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, is you feel like you're dealing with these moments like you did when you were younger or you're dealing with them differently now because you're older and you have a little more knowledge or does that not make a difference? I have more power. You know what I mean? Cause in my I, life. Because that's the one thing that I see and things like that is I sometimes trying to remind you, like, you have more power. But you didn't see me when this was happening to mm-hmm. me when I was younger. So you don't have a point of reference. You just know what you know. Well, I mean, I think, well, yeah. And I think my point of reference to you before is incredibly important. You know what I mean? Even 20 years ago and, and things like that. That's what I draw upon. In terms of it. Yeah, but I was having times when I wasn't showering. Right. I wasn't we eating. About that. Right. We talked about that. So, but you didn't see it. That's no. what no. I'm saying. No, like, but. So to see me in that space is like, is really dramatically different than now. Even when I'm in these moments now, in these episodes, I still get up. I still shower. I try to do the basics of taking care of myself. But you know, you couldn't live in the house with me if you didn't shower. So that wasn't a choice. The same thing with me, because you know we don't like walking around the house stinking. It's not about you, but that's correct. We don't do that. That's not a, there's no choice in being Mm -hmm. stinky. You got to wash it behind. Yes, I know. We both agreed on that. 
Yes. But I'm just saying that those moments of isolation were very different for me than what mm-hmm. they are now. Right. I'm in a much healthier place. Right. Right. I mean, and sometimes I just take the moment, I isolate, I do what I need to do, and then I come out of it. And I get motivated again and I, you know, start all over again mm-hmm. back to what I was doing. Right. Thank you so much for just opening up and talking about this, because I know that I feel like that sometimes. I know there's other people out there, folks that are listening and, and things like that. And probably going through the same thing. Going through the same thing. And, you know, that's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this podcast and, and things. So we can, you know, so people can have conversations. These are conversations that, that we have all the time around trying to understand ourselves and each mm-hmm. other and how we can support each other and and things like that. And sometimes you just have to, you know, sometimes you just got to give somebody a hug. And sometimes, you know, you try to give them a hug and, you know, that's not what they want either. So you got to send them a text. Mm-mm. When you're sitting next to them. Like Seriously. You. Right. Because, no, she sent me a text and we've been talking junk to each other the whole time. And so um, <laughs> we sent texts back and forth. Actually, I'm going to send you a text right now. Actually. <laughs> Oh, Actually, boy. I did. You didn't answer. I did send you a text. You didn't I, answer it. No, I said something to you about it. I mean, I think I also want to say that um, for me specifically, mm-hmm. my trauma, what has been left over is all around this body image. And the reason why it's all around this body image is because I wrapped my experience of my trauma around my body mm-hmm. because I used to get so much attention because of the way I look. That I have always felt and believed and thought that if I didn't look the way I looked, that I wouldn't have been hurt. And of course, that's totally dumb and re- unrealistic. That's not true. Right. But I mean, but somewhere in my we, brain, that's how do we? How do we? But how do we? At. How do we tackle that? You know what I'm saying? How do we? How do we Yo, tackle that? How do if we, I knew that, I mean, because I mean, it, like I was, you know, I was saying it to you the other day, like, it, like it didn't make difference. Even at your biggest, people were always trying to get with you and be with you and talk to it's you. Not, and all the rest I don't of that know. Stuff. It's not like, about it's not, like, what. It's not a. <sighs> I understand, but I'm just saying to you, because you were saying before that sometimes when you feel like you get more attention when you're smaller and things like that, it's difficult for you to, to kind of deal with that and stuff like that. And then you start wanting to hide again. And you feel like, you know, when you're bigger, you're able to hide. That's Which that is totally unreasonable because it's not true. No, it's not true at all. And I know it's not true. It's not true. But I do. <laughs> Somehow in my brain, I do feel like I hide more. <laughs> it's so not true. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's, and it's, you know it. It's a, <laughs> and you, that's the, I it's mean, a that's place the where I'm still, I'm still figuring that. Well, the thing that, about it is you know out. it. And do you have the power to be able to make the, make a different decision around that? Cause you know it is the question. Well, apparently not yet, but it's a work in progress. I want to believe it's a work in progress. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, because right now, I mean, let's keep it 100. You you know, like this is just the one area that you got to take care of. Everything else you've taken care of. You know what I mean? Sometimes the like body the, image stuff. Yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like the weight. But I but in some ways, I feel like you've changed your narrative so much that like you got to have something that's not going right or something. You know what I mean? Like you, oh it's almost God. like it's almost too difficult to like just put it all together and be like, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm living my best life right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I feel like that with you. Like you're like, well, you know, can't have everything be great. That's sometimes how I feel because I'm like, this don't. Mm-hmm. You can do this. Like, there's no question about it. I believe it 100, percent 200 percent in my in in my heart. I know, I but know. you love me. Yeah, it ain't got nothing to so do with you. I know, love you. Yes, it. Oh ain't got nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that you love me. I tell you all the time that like. 
I can see you outside the fact that I actually love and care for you. Like, <sighs> like I see good. you. See, that's the whole thing. When you see someone as a person, I see you as a person. That's not really true, yo. Yo, it's true. It's true. There's no question about it. I mean, we're we're, we're friends. I can see you as a friend. I tell you that all the time. It's not because I love you. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It's about the fact that I've seen you do things and I believe in you, right? And you've earned that. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 I tell you all the time. I call you Roxy 4.0. I mean, who goes? Who, I mean, let's put it out there. Who who goes to get her second master's and graduates with a 4.0? Are you kidding me? 4.0, right? This is this chick right here sitting next to me. Lost 100 pounds. No surgery. No nothing. Lost 100 pounds. Like you know what? I'm gonna lose 100 pounds, and then does it. So how can I not believe? You know what I'm saying? How can I not believe? This is the same one that has this childhood trauma and was told that she was not supposed to even be around. Supposed to have 15 kids because she's Puerto Rican. <laughs> right and comes from the Bronx right was never supposed to never supposed to graduate from college was never supposed to amount to anything at all mm. right like that's who we're talking about mm. and that <laughs> I've seen be able to continue to excel and continue to beat those odds because in those odds are serious she is not supposed to be where she is right now with that trauma history and where she comes from and whatever right not addicted to drugs not on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Not even alcohol. Not alcohol. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so that's why I say the things that I do. I mean, mm. those that's the reality, right? We know other folks in the fam. We know other folks in the same place who didn't, who, who didn't turn out in that way, right? Mm-hmm. Who did not turn out in that way. So that's where I get my belief from. The fact that I, when I first met you and you, inspi- you inspired me, like, what? Oh, I don't need to be complaining about nothing. I, I've been blessed. I need to go get it. I need to go after it. I can be better. I can continue to evolve, right? I need to seek more out for myself and be able to do those things. That's why I believe in you. That ain't got nothing to do with love. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with love. That's something that you earned. That's something that you that you taught me that that I needed. Yeah, those are those are my best moments. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So those like, are my best moments, and honestly, but, those are, but, the, but you still I love was, those best. But I'm gonna cut you. Because you still live those best moments and you still are doing great things. Or you still are inspiring other people to do great things. You got mentored, mentees that you mentoring to get them into school and all kinds of things that you're doing to be able to help these other people in the same exact way that you were helping me and help me to be able to do great things. But I just love you. So I just think like that. <laughs> no, I just mean that you see it. Uh, no, I'm just, that doesn't make it, but I'm telling you right now, it has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with love at all. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that almost discounts what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to discount what you're saying. I'm just sort computer, of. Can you, can you get off the computer, yo? Because it's loud and stuff like that. <laughs> you still trying to do the damn taxes? No, not. I'm that was last episode of Rexham. Mindlessly. Just be mindless, yo. So, you know. I mean. I know I have best moments. And the reason why I have best moments is because I recognize in those mo- right just before those moments that I can do anything I, I put my mind to. There is no doubt about that. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. And you've just, done that. And you've done there's that. There's just moments like now where I can't sustain it and I just don't feel it. And I sometimes I feel like I just need to let that moment be what it is. But you know what, though? But that moment can last for a long time. That you want that you want to just you know what I mean like but, but that's it a, hasn't more recently. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if you recognize that, but it doesn't last as long. I get myself going. 
mm-hmm. into that better space and recognizing what's around me. Okay. But man, it would be nice to wake up in the morning and fit into my clothes differently. What a motivator that would be. There's no question about that. But I mean, and you know, I always say like you're in control of making it happen. You can make that happen. There is no question about no, it. I know I can make it happen. It's just. And you will make it happen. No question. No question at all. But I guess it's getting, you know, out of our heads and, and yeah, trying to, this is, trying this to is, move. This is real life impact, you know. Correct. Real life impact. There's no doubt. I mean, in the, in the tapes play, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult. I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I feel exactly the same way. You know, because a lot of great things that are happening right now with us. We got this podcast. We got the Triggered Project, www.triggered1, as in the number one, dot com. And a lot of great things. But, you know, still there's some things that stick in the head sometimes. You know, sometimes people don't treat you in the way that you should be treated or want to be treated. And that stuff plays and you start thinking about it and, and all kind of stuff gets in your head. I just want to say that you have been. Am I awesome? And you can be such, like, the best person to have on your side. So positive, so solid, just, like, the best person sometimes. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're here for each other, man. And that's the thing that I always want to remind you. Like, you may feel like you're alone, but you know you ain't alone. I know. I you're know. not. You're not. You're not alone. I'm right here with you. Like, whatever happens to you happens to me. Whatever you feel is what I feel. And you going through something is we going through something. In the same way that I've been sick for the last two years or not feeling well for the last couple of years. And you've been going through the same thing with me. And I know that. And sometimes I want to, and sometimes I want to just remind you of that. Like, yo, like we connected, homie. We connected at the hip. We connected at the heart. Our spirits are one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And that's what I, that's what I was talking about in terms of getting kind of caught up in, in the eye. So to speak, because mm-hmm. it's all about we. It's all about us. It's not about anybody else. I know. I know. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know I'm just I mean? glad that I was able to share on a couple of podcasts, like what the real world looks like for any of us. Right. Right. Because I want people to understand, like those moments, they come and they go. They don't have to last. Right. Right. And I think it's also important that people are having the conversation. They're talking like we're talking about this live. Like we're not playing around. We're being as real as possible with how we're dealing with this situation completely. That's what's important. It's important that couples know that they can have these conversations. And I try to do the same thing. It's not just Roxanne processing the way she's processing. I try to process in the exact same way and be able to talk about how I feel. And, you know, for men, a lot of times that doesn't happen, right? We're sometimes not equipped with the tools to be able to do that, but it takes work. It takes commitment. It takes being in a safe space just to, to not worry about it. Like, this is just how I feel and not feeling like you weak or you soft or anything like that. You know, it's about gaining strength and understanding that the strength is being able to talk about what your feelings are and to be honest with them and to be able to get support if that's what you need. But just to be real in these moments. So thank you for listening to Living a Triggered Life podcast with Keith and Roxanne presented by The Triggered Project. To find out more information about The Triggered Project, go to www.triggered1.com. And remember, you're no longer surviving, you're thriving, and you learn that.